What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Pod Paris. We are back. Uh, it's been a while, but that doesn't has never stopped us before from coming back triumphant. And uh, I got some two kings here with me. I got Joe on the other line and Callie. What's going on, dude? What's going on, my guy? Good to be back. Good to see you. And we got Austin in uh, Old Hickory, North Carolina. How we doing? Up, brothers. How we doing? Feeling good. Doing, doing good, man. It's been a while. Uh, I think it's been what two months, probably. We last Frost, time we did this like. was right at the beginning of COVID, right when we thought it was probably going to be the worst part of it. And little do we know that it's just now maybe hitting the worst part of it, and we still might not even be there yet. We were joking about Gary Busey being a walking COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how funny COVID still was. Yeah. I, I like made a joke about Rudy Gobert dying from coronavirus when this all started, thinking it was like a joke. And I was like, oh, wait, like three days later, it was like already did not age well. He still can't smell anything. No, yeah. He said he, he, he came out and said, I still can't smell. So <laughs> right, that's kind of funny. Sorry, <laughs> I, I still hate Rudy Gobert. There's nothing changed there. I don't think his teammates even like We're not wishing death on him anymore. But no, no, no. We kind of hope he never gets a smell back. No, I hope. Exactly. I hope I hope nothing goes catastrophic before this comes out. But isn't it kind of crazy that no one super famous has actually died from this? I remember when this first started, I was like, this is going to just wreck like famous people just because like the odds made it seem like it was going to do that. And it really had like most of like the famous deaths have not been from COVID-19. It's yeah, just been I mean, from like the average deaths that I forget happened that aren't like from this anymore. Yeah, I definitely think having the, the money and it helps with that a little bit. But yes, money, uh, sweet house. Oh yeah. Always yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I guess the fact that you literally do like you don't have to leave your house at all and you can still live a lavish life makes it easier not to come in contact. Yeah, I guess that's a good good uh, look upon the society that we live in. Yeah, yeah. And now we're gonna get into capitalism. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, this this pie may may get serious, so I want to start off on a lighter note. Austin, love the Jerry Judy shirt. Yes, big fan. <laughs> love the shirt. From, we all, we're all big Judy guys. From first glance, I thought it was an Alvin Kamara shirt. And I'm like, I, well, like, why do you have that shirt? But now, yeah, that's that's a fire shirt. Thanks, now, is that, li- is that licensed or it sure, sure doesn't look licensed? It is. It's, it's actually Bleacher Report. <laughs> okay. So wow. Like, so I thought it was quite fire they actually have okay. it for like a lot of the uh the rookies like the i think there's a 201 class. and stuff and i saw it like on draft night i was like fuck i gotta get this, this <laughs> <laughs> like bleacher reports whatever but this this shirt's fire so i had to get it i had a copy 25 bucks i mean that's a great deal i can't say no that's a good investment yeah yeah no and it was covid time you know so i was like gotta splurge gotta you know do something for myself so i don't fucking kill yeah. myself I'm stuck inside. Let me buy a T-shirt so I can look at it. <laughs> so nobody else can see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I kind of noticed that you were kind of like pulling one of these while we were talking. Like, mm. I'm like, all right. Well, I was like sitting back. I was like, yeah. No, I, I was just, I wanted to wait till we actually this, started the podcast. Like, you know, we did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm going to, whoa, hey. The pause the is the only place I can get my fits off on. So I got to go. I'm going, I'm going hard for the boys. I even have jeans on too. <laughs> it's only oh, like yeah. a hat shirt. Yeah, and it's tucked going in. out jeans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Who would be like the funniest like like if you're like a like a Saints fan, you have to get like a Cesar Ruiz shirt because that's like <laughs> who your team took. They like didn't take anyone else for the fourth round. <laughs> yeah, getting a t- like a first, like an offensive lineman yeah. T-shirt. Yeah, who's on your T-shirt? Oh, I'm a Seahawks fan. It's Jordan Brooks, linebacker, <laughs> Texas Tech. It's like okay, <laughs> okay, Sweet. thanks, man. <laughs> oh shit, That'd be bad. Uh, well, yeah, we're glad to be back. Of course, every time we have this long delay, it's it's for a good reason. I think at one point there, one of us were shot out of a cannon with a Bojangles electronic sign and had to go to a hospital. Um, <laughs> This time, there was a massive global pandemic that uh, governments around the world ignored um, until it grew out of control, and we had to kind of deal with that. Um, so, yeah, that, that's a big reason why we, were, why we were gone, folks. But we're back. And the we are back. Rages, the pandemic rages on, but we're better than ever. Yeah. Uh, I, yes, we are back. I do want to say off the top, anyone who's listening, I got a couple things for you. A, wear a fucking mask when you go outside, please, for the love yeah. of God. Two... Donate to um, funded black uh, societies and organizations that you can help out to further the movement. We're all pro both of those things. So I want to get that out in front and make sure I don't forget. Um, and third, follow the podcast on Instagram. <laughs> Should we be wearing our masks now? I Honestly, what's yeah. funny is I almost did as a joke to wear Because like, I've seen I've seen when I've been like, watching CNN and like, I, like whatever like news station, yeah. I've seen... People go on Zoom calls wearing a mask. It's like, all right, dude. Like now, I right, now we can't really understand what you're saying. Like I get oh, yeah. it. Like, yeah, ha ha ha. Uh, the, I, I, the one, the places here, like I'm wearing a mask, and then there's a glass case that's like ten feet <laughs> right. high, which is yeah. safe. But I'm trying to be like, you know, like acai bowl. They're like, what? I'm like, acai <laughs> bowl. Like you're just yelling. You're just yelling at. Them. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't, I also do like it, whatever makes people feel comfortable. But I also, I also do find it funny when I'm driving and I see someone in their car by themselves wearing a mask. Wearing a mask, yeah. That's not an Uber yeah. driver. Like, I mean, it's just you. Like, you can you sleep with the mask on too? Like, <laughs> and so, sometimes it is like I'll just like keep it on like to not forget. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, like for like today, like I had to bring suitcases and I made like three trips and I just because I was coming from a store first and I had the mask on the whole time. And it's, I was like, oh, I could have taken this off like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> but like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, but no, yeah, uh, I think we all speak for Colin speaks for all of us when uh, he says, you know, donate, wear a mask, all that bullshit. I cannot, I still, we're in July now and I still cannot believe the mask is a divisive issue. Divisive, it's, divisive. I don't know who, who cares what the term is, but it's, it's amazing and it will never stop being amazing. It is impressive. Because like, I, I, it wasn't even, didn't even like, it didn't even cross my mind when this all first started that that would be an issue. And then now that it's happening, it's like, oh yeah, of course this is gonna would, would be an issue. Like of like the way everything is, of course it would like people would think it'd be like a like death <laughs> to wear a mask. I know. Oh my god. Have you got, do you guys know anyone in real life who's anti mask? Like you don't have the name drop, of course, but uh, I, I honestly, absolutely won't like do it. Um, maybe like has a belief like. I mean, if you know anyone like that, like that would work, obviously. But if, you, if there's someone where you're just like, they don't believe it works, they don't believe it's true, or we like have something along those lines. I honestly don't, just because personally, I've only literally been in contact with my family and my coworkers. So I don't really come in contact with people that who I like. I really I don't talk to anybody besides those people. So yeah, thank God. <laughs> That's true. But I'm I'm sure they're out there. I mean, like I've, I, they, they are out right there because like. 
they're all not wearing them as yeah. of like today and yesterday. Yeah. Just going, yeah. just going to bars and going to fucking <laughs> going to Carowinds and stupid shit, going to Applebee's. No, it, it's it's amazing. I don't know anyone either, and it's amazing. I really think. But like, if you see a tweet that even mentions like the idea that you should wear a mask, it is at least, it is getting ratioed <laughs> yeah, by yeah. people who are like, I, and I think I honestly do think like eighty percent of them are Russian bots at this point because they and I didn't realize with the bots, I thought they were a lot easier to find than they were, but like they will they will form very coherent thoughts and very clear sentences and have very the bots, just, the bots are smarter than most of Americans. <laughs> Oh, 100 percent. But they're like trolls, but in like a really evil way. And I'm like, and then but you're like, oh, like you can literally search the tweet, and it's like in five different places somewhere else, even though it's like a very like distinct tweet. Like it's and then it's been all in the last hour. Or so, so like, okay, it's a bot, but like, yeah. And you're like, this guy's an idiot. And then you check his profile, and you're like, wait, wait a minute. I bet oh, eventually, eventually I mean, bot. Go, sorry, go ahead. No, you, I was just saying we're we're 24, 25 years old. And we're on the internet all the time, and we don't even know. You got parents at any shot at figuring no, out. No shot. Not a shot. <laughs> Not a chance. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, there's probably there's probably one one a day where I'm like, like, dude, the fucking. Did you guys see the fucking Jersey Mike's thing yesterday? Yes. <laughs> I swear to God, I read it for the first time. Like, I saw it, and I'm like. That is insane. That cannot be real. But I, I believed it for a second, and then I went on Jersey Mike's page. So I'm like, all right, this isn't real. But God damn it, they got me for a second. Yeah, it's, it's yeah honestly, it's honestly believable. I'm like, this is something something would do. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, and that's, can and, let that's like, motto. and that's like a big part of like other issue is like the thing where people are can't like the the, the trick of the la- I guess the last month, the last two weeks I've seen. Uh, I think we've all seen like companies in response, like the uh, like the protests and the George Floyd and murder and all that kind of stuff. Oh, and Jam- like the the Texas thing where they're like, we're gonna we're gonna stop calling them master bedrooms. It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're gonna call it, we're, the family guys. Like, the family guy is black now. And it's like, dude, no one wants this. No one's yeah, asking yeah, yeah. for this. Yeah, it's like, hey, but, like we yeah, we, like we want police to stop killing us. It's like, ah, oh, we yeah. uh, the hamburger is black now. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. But yeah, man, it's 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 weird times. It's weird times. But um, but fellas, uh, glad to be back. Glad to have you guys back. Um, yeah, awesome, awesome. What have you been up to, man? What do you what do you want to talk about today? Uh, I really have not been up to anything. Uh, I have I have been out. I think like twice, once to a restaurant, actually twice for a restaurant, and then outside sitting at a bar. Still wore a mask until you get there. It's weird because one restaurant I went to, you wear a mask all the time that you're standing. And they mm-hmm. take your temperature. But once you sit down at the table, you don't wear a mask. So it's it's like yeah. it's it's weird. It's strange. It kind of felt strange. Um, but it, it it is it is a weird fucking time and like. Uh, I hope people fucking wear their masks because it. I think it will. I don't think it's like the most preventative. Like it won't. It. I don't think it's gonna cure everything, but it'll at least help. Yeah. It's, people it's not. Will. It's yeah. It's better than doing nothing. Like it, I don't. Exactly. That's the thing I don't really get. Is like there's no like right. the, what's the downside? I mean, yeah. when, if you're in the grocery store, like you're in there for 15 minutes, maybe like just you can wear a mask for 15 minutes. Take it off right when you get outside. Yeah. 
Like it is not going to kill you. Like it's only gonna, COVID it's only will kill you. Yeah, will not kill you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you know what has makes you have trouble breathing when you're fucking dead? How about yeah. that? <laughs> I feel yeah, uh, you feel uncomfortable and hot when you're dead in a coffin. Yeah, it's real stuffy. <laughs> yeah, it's real, yeah, real stuffy. Six feet under the fucking yeah. ground. No, nobody will. Nobody will take your liberties when you're fucking six feet under. <laughs> yeah, nobody. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, your freedoms will be safe when you're in hell with the fucking yeah. devil and like, shit. Oh, like, oh, yeah. my chin gets hot. And like, so what? Also, when you get cremated, your chin gets pretty fucking hot. <laughs> cooked to light, cooked to a golden brown, and then, <laughs> and then uh, shit. Austin, as a as a PA in training, I actually this is actually a real question I've had because I don't really know. Yeah. People taking temperature, right? Like, you, you're two weeks of asymptomatic before you can even before you even see symptoms in some cases, right? Right. What is the temperature thing? Is that just more for like, hey, like you you probably you might have a fever, which is one symptom, so don't come in, or is it just like something else? So the fever actually is the most common symptom that people are presenting with that they come in that they've done like the obvious like studies and all that kind of junk. So it's usually like fever, cough, um, you know, like they just like feel weak but fever has been like the most common out of all of them so that's why they're taking the temperatures uh like if you go to a store or go out to a restaurant or something like that for a job or you know um so that is why they're taking the temperatures you could obviously have a temperature from 10 million other different reasons yeah. but um that's i think that is their reasoning behind it because it's i think it was like like 80% of cases will like present with a temperature, like a fever. So that's why they're doing it. It's so like a quick way to, to tell. Cause I guess like a restaurant can't force you to tell them if you have a cough or you feel weak, but if you have a temperature, it's like, all right, right. Fuck you. And also too, if you're, if you're going to a restaurant and you blow like a 100, what the fuck were you doing yeah. going to a restaurant? Yeah. <laughs> Like if you have a 102 temperature, you're gonna know you have a 102 temperature. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's probably that's not like a, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 No. So. so basically, it's it's for people who knowingly have at least a fever and are still going out and about. Yeah. So if you're asymptomatic and have it, you you could I mean unless you were sick for other reasons, you could pass that pretty easily. Yeah. Because yeah, I, exactly. I remember it's one of those things where it's like you you might have a fever like of like 99.5 or something and not notice it. And, you know, like, I didn't know there was something along those lines. Because I've seen that a lot, and I'm like, okay, cool, but, like, am I safer because of that, or is it just assholes that's weeding out? Yeah, well, that's the, I mean, that's the crazy thing about it. Like, you can be asymptomatic, you can have little symptoms, you know, you could feel it here and there. Um, and then you can have full-blown, you're on a ventilator symptoms. So it's like, you know, it's very subjective as far as them taking your temperature and be like, oh, like, you got to a low grade fever. So like, I can't really serve you, but you know, some people, you know, some people walk around with that temperature and they're fine. Yeah. So it's like the same thing as like, they might walk around with that temperature or you might walk around and be like 97 or like 96.9. Gotcha. Gotcha. Like stuff like that. So I, you know, it's, I think it's just for them to cover their bases as far as like putting other people at risk that is at their, establishment or wherever you are i'm i'm just thinking how funny and how mad it would make like i'm thinking of a guy who like is anti-mask and wants to go to a restaurant and then is forced to take a temperature and then he has like a 99.8 
and they won't let him in, how fucking mad that guy would be. Oh, that's like getting part. that's like that's like being nineteen and getting your your ID taken at like a bar. That like yeah. fake yeah. ID. Think about how like some guys would get so pissed when their fake gets taken. It's like, dude, it's a fake ID. Like they yeah. clearly like you yeah. can't come in. That is your zip code. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, a uh, 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 damn. Uh, you gotta, fucking... Joe, you gotta yeah. tell that story of the guest. Oh uh, yeah. I... I will. Kyle, you can finish. You can finish your thought, though. No, I got nothing. I'm, I'm all yeah. The runway is all yours, my man. Yeah, as a little break in the action. So, uh, real quick, Colin um, came to visit us freshman year with he had long flowing hair, similar to what he does now. I think it was a little bit longer. And I had pretty. I had like I wasn't a buzz cut, but it was pretty close. And uh, so he had a he had a fake on him. It did look look nothing like him. Um, and it looked it looked more like me, but not exactly. But it was definitely in left to where it was like a real ID you know that was that was like legitimate and he had the same skin tone same hair like and everything else was similar enough to where i could get away with it so i used it and i bought it used it the first time it worked out i think it was like what awesome the fifth time maybe i tried to use it or something yeah, like that. It was, yeah it was pretty recent because devin it was worked, it had worked enough that you were confident with it yeah oh yeah but i remember there was a guy named devin i think it was devin that worked at the gas station every time we had to make sure he was working because he he never carded and if he right. did it was real quick and uh, I was like, all right, cool. This guy's working. I'm like, we're in the clear. I was cool with the guy, actually. And I walked in one day, and he was working, but he wasn't on the cashier, so he fooled us. So some lady was working, and, like, she was just doing her job. I, mean, I, wasn't, I don't blame her at all. But I just got, I got in my head. So I was, like, out there with the case. I'm, like, shaking. I'm, like, all this stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'm still 18 years old at this point, so I'm, like, very young. And she notices. She asked me for either my address or my zip code. Austin comes in because I was apparently taking a while. Cause I was texting you guys. That's what it was. I was right, texting yeah. you guys like, this lady's in here. You're like, dude, just get it, just get it, just get it. <laughs> so she's like, what's your address? I just, uh, uh, I don't even put words out. I don't even, like, I, I kind of can feel Austin smiling even though I can't see him at all. <laughs> I can feel him <laughs> laughing his ass off at me. And I'm pretty sure Austin comes up behind me and gets, like, a pack of bugles or something just to, like, show <laughs> Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, got, I think, I, yeah, I think I got, like, a soda or something like that. Yeah. The only reason I didn't get my ID taken that night is because I told her it was my actual license. And I told her like four times and eventually she finally gave it back to me, which thank God I did because that served me for like two more years in college. But yeah, that was a, that was a rough night. And I was like really upset on the ride home too. Oh I thought God, that was down. so funny. But remember, Colin was with me the first time we bought liquor and we were like stunned. We were like so happy. Like, Yo, yeah. Yeah, what was that place in the corner on Rosewood? And yeah, they charge like five dollars more, but because they know you're 18 years old, but they're like, yeah, whatever, oh, you yeah. can't go somewhere else. Go to Greens, dude. So good luck with that one. But <laughs> yeah, man, that that was definitely a, a, that was a thing. Good one. Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. I'm, I remember being in the back seat of that car waiting because both you guys went in, and then I, I'm like seeing, I'm like watching it kind of happen from the window, and then I just see Joe walk out with no beer, and then Austin's <laughs> hanging. I'm like, oh, fuck. And Austin always comes out looking cool in these situations because he's just how he is. <laughs> so yeah. I come out, and Austin walks out probably a minute later, and it just was like a smirk on his face, and I guess it was <laughs> fucking soda. And I'm like, God damn it, Austin's going to tell the entire fucking story. <laughs> and he did. That's a good story. sophomore year, we have we, – a lot of stories, even though it was the weirdest two years of my life. Man. It was it was probably the most fun, most two, weird two years of my life. 
Yeah. So, I would yeah. say like 90, 90% of my like stories that I tell people or that I always think about that are funny happen in that, like that eight month, that window when I lived in Colorado. Oh yeah. <laughs> because how, what other parts of our life were really dynamic like that, where we're like, cause after that we kind of had things figured out a little bit. I mean, I would, we would still get really fucked up and go out, but at the same time we like, we weren't stumbling through things like, to figure things out. No, we yeah. were like, yeah, you know, we weren't learning, learning, learning all new things for the like experiencing new things for the first time while also completely wasted. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, do you remember? Remember? I think it was like, I think it was part. It wasn't that night, but it was like one of those nights. And like, I got that pole master nickname, and I had that nickname for like the entire sophomore year because it was a Bacardi night. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> Shout out, we need to come on here for a guest appearance one day just to like tell these stories because I when we were at your wedding I just on, played I just played golf with him this past weekend. Oh, how's he doing? He's doing pretty well. He's he's yeah. hanging in there. I don't. I think he's still like working from home, I guess. But yeah, yeah, he's just chilling. I just realized asking someone how like someone else is doing on a podcast is like they're not doing well. <laughs> what are they gonna do? He's not great, it's also, man. It's, at all. it's also it's also great content. Everything's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Kyle's going to edit that one out there, but um, <laughs> no, no yeah, like, don't edit this one. No, even when I saw him, because we'll have to have him on. Because even when I saw him, like he was telling An- like Angie all these stories, I'm like, damn, I forgot half of these. Like he he <laughs> he was kind of like there for all of it, but oh uh, man. But anyway, yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was a weird couple of years, but um. Yeah, we won't spend too much time. We're trying to we're trying to keep these bite sized. I do think we should just kind of address the. Uh, I'd like to address this issue. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's important that we address kind of what's going on with the. You know, it kind of started with the George Floyd murder, and then it's kind of progressed. Not progressed. It's kind of you know manifested itself into a larger, you know, Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I think our audience is, if not all white, it's at least 90 percent. What as as two and a half white guys and a half a Vietnamese guy. Uh, what can we do for the issue? Because I don't think it's on us to kind of talk to black people about this, right? I think it's on us yes. to talk to our own peers. Um, yeah. What have you guys been doing? What What do you think we should be doing? You know, along those lines. Um, I think, so this is something that, Joe, you and I have had this conversation a couple of times and it happened, I've thought about it a lot back in 2014 with the Ferguson riots and all those other whenever, like, I mean, the problem, the real issue is this has happened. It was like the third time this has happened since I've been in, in, in and out of high school. So it's like, this is not new. And hopefully this is the one that kind of, this has definitely been the most substantial one for the, for the positive, I think, which is great to see. Um, but it's, it can't be the last one because this it's not over yet. So I think a big thing that I've realized that what I've done is I've given myself kind of like a getaway being like, well, I, I support, like I'm almost an ally because I, I'm not racist or anything, which I found out that that's not enough at all. Like that's like, I, I'm literally doing nothing. Like I'm not doing, I'm just, I'm almost doing, I'm almost hurting it because I'm a, like a, an ally that's not helping in any way so like no one knows if i'm on what side or i'm not helping either cause so in that case i'm almost helping the like the the bad side of it so i've wanted i've since all this happened i've donated every every two weeks when i get a paycheck i have like immediately i have a couple organizations i donate to just because that's something to where especially with coronavirus and everything going on i get it's tough to 
kind of go out and be like help in the, like in the streets or in, in your neighborhoods and your communities. So I just think that donating to higher up causes that have a well thought out plan is just one thing I can easily do. Um, I went to a couple of protests right when it first ever happened, um, wore a mask and everything. I felt comfortable doing it, but also in a way where I, it was still a little uneasy to the fact of like, I like I was in like a crowd with like 4,000 people and it was one of the best experiences of my life. But in another way too, there's also a global pandemic going on. So it's also a weird thing like that. And I think the main thing for me personally is I can no longer allow people that are outwardly racist or have racial comments or have racial stereotypes to allow to have those thoughts and opinions outwardly in front of me without them getting the repercussions from from myself. I, like, I've made it a point of myself to no longer allow that to just be like, oh, that's like so-and-so, that's just how he is, like, that's just his thing, he's annoying. It's like, no, fuck that. Like, you, if, if you, if you're a shitty enough person to have that opinion, then you're about to feel awkward and uncomfortable in this public setting because I'm going to go after you now. And I've actually, I've started reading a lot of books and reading a lot of, like, I, almost every night, especially on the weekends when I have time, trying to get up as much knowledge as I can just so I can, like, I know what I'm talking about. That's another thing, too, is, like, I had these ideas. I'm like, oh, I'm an ally. But I I could have never gotten an argument with anybody because I was I would just be spewing out, like, random shit that really had no factual basis behind it. And now or never is more important where, like, you need facts in order to persuade stuff because you don't, like, there's so many things that aren't true or not true that you really don't know about. So, yeah, that's that's my whole thought process on it. And I think that's... I think it's, I've felt like there's been a couple of conversations I've had with people that I think have helped that I definitely would not have had three months ago and I'm proud of. And, uh, but it's not, I mean, this is something where I'm going to be hopefully doing this. I'm going to have to be doing this the rest of my life. And that's, that's the bare, that's the bare minimum I can do. That's, that's what I will be doing. And, uh, that's, that's the least I can be doing. So that's, that's what I got. No, I, I, I hear you, man. And I think to, to your early point about kind of, um, you, you know, like the, and like the, I think labeling is the worst is the biggest evil that happened. And it kind of got twisted because it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you can say like the only way you can really say you're racist if you're in the clan. And I think even David Duke will tell you, he's not racist. It's like that, yeah. that's gotta go away, man. Like the entire mm-hmm. idea of one side or the other is just not, a thing. it can't be a thing. What has to happen is when you say to yourself, like, where are my blind spots? What am I missing? And how can I work on that? Um, so I think that was really well said. But I'm actually really, like, I think Austin's in the toughest position of all three of us. Because not only is he not, like, you, like you're non-white, right? Like, it, so that's, like, part of it because it's, like, it's a tricky gray area for you. Uh, but at the same time, like, you grew up in the South, right? You grew up with, with family who, you know, like, I, like, my family was more, they weren't super political. But even when, like, they were, it was kind of mixed. And Colin, I know. Um, his family's more on the blue side, but I'm, I, I know with the people that in your circle are more on the voice of, not on the, not necessarily voices of dissension. I don't want to pretend to know like the, how your circle is, but anyway, I, I think you're in the hardest position of all three of us in, as far as this goes in terms of how you, like where, how you grew up and, and kind of just your background in general. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's a little different as, as far, like, as you said, for me, I mean, like I'm half, I guess, or part white, but you know, I will never understand, and none of us will ever understand actually what uh, 
a black human being or African-American will go through or has gone through in this country of, you know, oppression or, you know, stuff that has gone on in their life. And I think that like Ace to Collins point, like highly is like educating yourself before you go out and try to speak on something you don't know what you're talking about, because, you know, like people that are talk, you know, that say like, well, all lives matter. Well, yes, all lives do matter. We know that. But like people are saying black lives matter because they don't feel like they do. So their voice should be heard. And that's why you should educate yourself before you say something that comes off very stupid or ignorant. And I think that's the biggest part where people have the misconception as far as like where this whole movement is going because they really don't know or they haven't asked that questions and they haven't done they haven't done the reading or like asked somebody like why is this actually happening or like you know what can be done to actually you know get this to a better place than it is right now because it's you know rock bottom right now because like the Ferguson stuff was really bad and like that was you know what 2014 that was five or six years ago but like this i feel like is more i i i remember that then but this feels like more monumental than then for sure in my opinion but i i just think i i just think ultimately educating yourself on uh kind of what is going on before you start making your opinions or um standing i guess for something that you really don't know anything about really um is the best thing that people can do because once you have that you can really start formulating actual opinions and and things that like really matter but 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 if you don't do that then you just you kind of look like an idiot which a lot of people have been. So, yeah, um, it's just, you know, it's tough for people and, you know, people are setting their ways and that's a shit. That's pretty shitty, but that's just kind of how the world is. And it probably will stay like that. It's another shitty point, but, um, until that happens, you know, I don't know what, you know, you just got to take the things like Colin says, like give to organizations, you know, read up on stuff and, you know, try to help the best you can. There are other avenues because, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to talk to people about it that yeah. won't yeah. love you as far as, you know, giving them a different viewpoint. So. Yeah. 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 I promise you, if you think you don't know what to do or you think you're not doing enough, do a quick fucking Google search. There are hundreds of thousands of things you can do within five minutes that can help out in some way. You can sign a, like, you can like donate, you can do, you can sign up. There's so many fucking things to do at the bare minimum. You can talk to someone, you can listen, you can watch a YouTube video on a professor. You can, you can watch the news. You can read a book, you can history, like read history book, just anything, but anything we do with nothing is like, is just a positive thing. Yeah. And also brought up up Ferguson and and that's, I mean that, I think every white person kind of has that, like kind of like realization moment, right? Like there was that thing today with the, um, uh, I think it was, it was actually in Boston with the homeowners, like the black 
renters like 71% face discrimination or whatever. And it was like outrageously high. And it's true. Like it's one of those things where it's like eventually you realize like, oh, things are actually really bad, right? For, for people that don't look like me. But that was six years ago. Emmett Till, we're talking about 55 years. Yeah. The first slave touch this year is 1619. Like it's been going on for a long time. Mm. I think you need to be aware of people right now, a little bit at least, who are just having an awakening, you know, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I think you really need to make sure that, like, look, you posted the Black Square, you posted the Black Lives Matter, whatever. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the politician side of things, you have Nancy Pelosi up there in the Kente cloth kneeling or whatever, but she's not going to pass a fucking bill period that's going to help one black person i can guarantee you that but mm-hmm. one state has, has got rid of qualified immunity one uh, out of the 50 that we have the fact that was ever a thing is insane at all the fact that it's still a thing is insane it, you know you have these brands getting rid of you know their names and, and we're tearing down statues and all that and none of that's bad none of this is negative but, but what we can't let happen is let that be what it, the end of this becomes you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah 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 because, because you know, like racism is going to be the thing. And I think getting people out of here who, you know, we know that who have shown their ass a little bit is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. But racism and, and you know, you could take it a step further to, to certain factors of capitalism, and militarism that are holding black people back as well. There's no kind of, you know, one single thing here. And there's no kind of, you know, one, one, all, like one all solution. It's, it's, you know, where have we like, what is holding people back? How can we fix it? And that's on a legislative level. That's not changing Uncle Ben's fucking rice name. That's not going to do fucking shit for anybody, you know? So, and I, I think in the, also people are my least favorite type of people. And I think you guys can kind of I speak for you two as well on here is I, I've seen this meme going around where it's like three circles and like a Venn diagram. And it's like, you know, supports good cops, wants justice for George Floyd and um, doesn't support the looting. It's like, I'm, I'm in the middle of all three. And it's like, fuck off dude <laughs> like, the, the, like you're not accomplishing a fucking thing like you're not doing like you're who are you helping who want who needs yeah who needs you you're useless so you know i definitely like I, I think the number one thing for me that i've kind of found has been helpful and i think is the scariest part of society in general is that older people and which kind of equates to people in power especially white people uh spend a lot of time on the internet uh, more than they probably pretend they do and the internet's a horrible place for anyone, especially people that are older. Um, we were talking, I don't know if we talked about it before during the pod, but how Russian bots are just kind of really confusing. Old people have not a fucking chance out here, man. And you talk to your family, they're going to spew facts at you. You can't just tell them the wrong exactly listen to you. You need to tell them why they're wrong and that they're being duped and that it's okay. And that what, like, here's why that's wrong. And here's where you're going. Like the, you can talk to these people, like your family will listen to you. Your friends will listen to you. You don't need to waste your time with, with assholes on, on social media, but don't be, don't be halfway in. Don't be halfway in. If you're in, you got to be in. And I, I, I hope that we're, I know we're us three want to be in as in as possible. And it's a con- constant growth thing. But if you're going to just pl- post your black square and, and keep it moving, then you're fucking useless. I'm sorry. So that's kind of my take on the situation. I think that, um, yeah, I think that that's kind of where we're all stand, you know, just kind of do your part as, as a white, uh, to make this a better situation for, for black people and everyone. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean like this, this, like who, who would not want to live in a better, like, it doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't want to live in a better society. Now the thing is for some white people, it's not going to be as easy because guess what? Just be, you're, you untalented white folk who are lazy pieces of shit might not get all the same benefits that you used to hopefully. And guess what? 
good like good fucking shit. Like that's that's the problem with everything. Like you didn't have to yeah. work hard now. You didn't have to work hard for giving the people that aren't the same color as you equality because it's gonna be hard work on everyone. It can't be up to people of color to get their like get rights fully that they want. That's on us because we're like as white people, we're the ones who disallowed them to have these rights and are the ones that are keeping them down. So it has to be us that has to be the ones that bring them back up. Can't be all on them because yeah. it's it's they're at uphill battle and and like insignificant amount of an uphill battle. I mean they've they've had we've had a a three hundred year head start in in this country, let alone every other like the entire society as a whole. So yeah, Richard Sherman had a quote uh, when he was on the Seahawks. I think he was like trying to like tw- like kind of be well behaved to be looking for a second contract. And he was like, you know, they kind of told me to turn it down after my first couple of years. But he's like, I used that time. And I, I said, okay, well, let me try and meet white people halfway on this. And he's like, I, I gave them all the space to meet me halfway. And he's like, they didn't budge at all. Like, they, don't, they, <laughs> no. they, don't, they don't want you to be nicer so they can meet you halfway. They want you to be nicer so you don't bother them. You know, but it reminds me, Colin, of, of I, think you, I think I've shown you guys this. Uh, there's an interview with Liam Neeson where he's talking about equal rights or equal pay for women in movies, right? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I fully support it. It's horrible. It's going on. It's a terrible system. Like, they need to be paid equally. And the interviewer's like, yeah, I agree. Would you take less pay so a woman got equal pay? He's like, no, not a, no, like, not a choice. <laughs> Completely devoid of the irony of his answer. <laughs> but it's like, hey, you, you cannot, and then Liam Neeson, of course, came out as a massive racist later on, but uh, you, like, you cannot be the guy who's going to like be like, yeah, it's work bad. It's like, okay, are you going to give up some of your privileges? Like, no, it's like, you're going to have to, dude. It's like, it's what it is. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. People just love talking the talk, man. They don't, you know, they don't have anything to stand behind it. You know, it kind exactly, of sucks, yeah. but yeah. If, if you put yourself in the shoes of a black person, not in general, just for this one particular exercise, and, and what would you have seen <laughs> happen where you feel like, okay, progress is being made? Because I don't, I don't think that the fucking anything substantial is going to, like nothing has made so, their life lives better, at least not in my opinion. No, no. I mean, it was literally, it was cool for like two weeks and now it's no longer on the news. It's still happening. It's like there's still protesting going on, but has not a fucking thing has changed. And another thing too, big thing, um, go fucking vote uh, coming up. Not just in the presidential election, but that too. Vote like in your city, in your in your na- like vote everywhere you can because it's not just going to be from the pre- like if we just vote for a president, it's not going to change a fucking thing, honestly. Uh, especially with the way everything is panning out. So like it has to be statewide has to be like like may like mayors like like school boards like this shit matters because this shit's going to then transfer on to generations and the most important thing is to make sure that people of color in this country that are young have a chance to thrive when they get older and the system is built against them now and we need to make sure that is not the case and there's so many ways we can do that and voting is unfortunately the way that the system is built Voting is a big sense of it because no matter how much protesting we do, no matter how much dumb, cool like like quotes we say on Twitter, if laws aren't getting passed, it's all for naught. You know what I mean? Like I can I can sit here and say, oh, I I support everything, but if a person of color is still not gonna be able to get the same benefits because of the lawmakers, then like big fucking deal. Cool. I'm glad. I'm glad. Like he's probably so happy that we're we're on his side. Mm-hmm. because it shows them nothing so yeah that's that's 
I think I th- I think this is in a positive direction. I I do think that like this has grown to like it's hit a more of a mass than any of the other like events that have previously happened, like the Ferguson and even like the Ronnie King. Like this is I don't nothing's being this big. I think a lot of I think it had to do with the fact that like. The coronavirus was happening, so everyone was inside, everyone was online, everyone was always watching TV. So, like, every human in the country watched George Floyd get murdered. So, like, everyone knows that it exists, and everyone is everyone is watching all of this happen. So, I, th- I think in that sense, you're hopefully seeing a positive change forward. And it's going to take time, because, like, this, like, it took, it's taken 300, 400 plus years, and we're only this far. So, like, in we're not that far at all for getting everyone to be equally. So like we're going backwards. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, we have, I mean, this, this fight is going to be, this is going to, this is our great grandkids fight to like, to fully win. I think so. Like this, everything needs to be taken a day at a time, pushing the right way. So, I mean, that's, that's educating yourself, educating people around you, educating the younger, younger generation, because it's going to be up to them to push even farther than hopefully we can do because that's just the way it is. Yeah. So. And and you mentioned like the whole world saw George Floyd get murdered. And it's like, do not forget the people who needed to see the Michael Brown video. Do not forget yes. the people who needed to yeah. see the Tamir Rice video before that came out. It, never once is it like, let's see the video and the video ab- absolve the officer. It's never once has that been the case. Never once has the, has the oppressor been kind of cleared in that scenario. It does not happen. There's a reason that the, the casts are what they are. And, you know, so the people who need those, te- like the, the George Floyd thing is easy for everybody because they saw it happen and it was awful. And the, you know, and to Colin's point, uh, you know, the, the Chappelle had a special that's on YouTube. I encourage all of anyone to watch it. It's pretty short. And at the end of it, he says, you know, this is kind of the last chance that we have for civil discourse or it's going to get up. And you know, that's, that's where we're at, man. That's like where we're at. And it's just like, it's, it's, I mean, when, I mean, depressing is one word, but like for us, it's one of those things where it's like, look, like this has to be a, a wake up call to actually change things. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, I mean, pretty much it. Anyone have anything you want to wrap up with? No, I mean, I personally, I think, I think we all made some, I think like we're all on the same page here. And I hope that everyone that's listening is on the same page. And if you're not, uh, you can A, what? I don't want to say fuck off because maybe you're just not educated enough. How about okay. you? Like you can t- you can talk to one of us and then and if you still don't listen then you can fuck right off and please don't listen to this podcast anymore. <laughs> we don't need your listen. We don't. No. We're, I'm fine with losing a third of our listenership because one person does not believe in what we're saying. <laughs> exactly. We're good. We're good on listens. Brothers. We're still getting the sponsors. It doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We'll be yeah. back six months regardless <laughs> of if you give a fuck about it or not. The Black Michelin Man is our new sponsor. Subway, Jersey Mike's BLM sponsor. BLM, yeah. Someone's going to try and do this and end up being really racist. Like, Jersey Mike's is now Jersey Jerome's because it's like, no, 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 but all right, thank you guys for listening. Um, as always, uh, we'll have another one out of these uh, of these out very very shortly. We wanted to separate them. Uh, I think part of the big reason why, at least for me, was like so I texted Colin uh, today about 
you know, uh, or no, I think it's about yes, about because um, Bill Simmons that podcast where it was like truly sad week in America. Plus the 2005 NBA redraftables. It's like, dude, you didn't give a fuck about any of that. Then we're trying to come up with ideas, and I'm like, oh, every one of these, I'm thinking in my head, it sounds just like that. So I'm like, okay, well, let's break this <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. So we're at least giving it the the kind of levity it deserves, not levity, the pedestal it deserves. So, oh yeah. Um, but yeah, hope you guys, hope you guys uh, didn't. Re- I don't know if you guys laughed a whole lot, but hopefully you guys enjoyed it or got something out of it. Before we do go, let's do uh, most divorce rankings for protesters. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's, that's problematic as fuck. What I could do. I, yeah. yeah. I let's, let's, do the, let's do the most divorced the cops yeah. who uh, commit, who killed Brown and Taylor who still have not been arrested. <laughs> that old guy in Buffalo got cut by the cement. That old guy in Buffalo. Oh, my God. <laughs> next, next on Barstool Podcast. Oh, my God. Next uh, on Spit and Chicken. Look us up. <laughs> oh, man. Alright, alright, fellas. Alright, alright. Trade my 4x4 for GC3, ain't no more freeless feet. I gave him chance, a chance, a chance again. I even told him, please. I find it crazy the police to shoot you and know that you did, but still tell you to freeze. Fucked up, I seen what I seen. I guess that mean hold him down if he say he can't breathe. It's too many mothers just grieving. They're killing us for no reason. Been going on for too long to get even. Throw us in cages like dogs and hyenas. I went to court and they said.